Benjamin Castle are Americans. Watching the footy. Hi. Bet you didn't expect to hear us again this week. Yeah, we thought some of the lists that came out for games this week deviated enough from our expectations that it was worth doing a mini special for. So, welcome to our second ever list special. But we're recording this before the Thursday night game between the Demons and Lions, though it'll be released after that. So let's pretend like the game just happened. Boy, that was a really good game. I thought the winning team played really well and the losing team was shitty. I don't know. I saw some good things from the losing team that they could take into the next round. They're still top four caliber, I think. I thought the umpiring was shit. They gave way more free kicks than they needed to. Okay, that's easy enough to say even before we've watched this game because we know it's going to happen. The Friday action, though, begins with the Dogs and the Hawks at Marvel. Not really anything new to report for the Bulldogs. More of a confirmation that it's going to be Jordan Sweet replacing Tim English, who again is concussed. Didn't have to be removed from last week's game, but clearly felt the effects probably of the Braden Proust tackle, among other things. For Hawthorne, it's worth noting that Mitch Lewis is in fact back. We already mentioned James Blank making his debut. Also of note, Jarman Impey is back and James Warfield, Graham Meyer's friend, is back in the team. Chad Wingard is out, however, with a calf injury and Jack Gunston has not recovered enough from his ankle ailment. Honestly, don't see strategy changing all that much from this one. I expect Sam Mitchell to do something smart. Question is, will Luke Beveridge do enough smart things for them to be noticed, or will it just be raw talent carrying the dogs most of the way again? West Coast host Essendon in the second Friday game. We knew, obviously, that Jeremy McGovern was going to be out. We did not know that Dom Sheed was going to be out. Looks like it's shin soreness for the 2018 Grand Final Hero. Reports from Adrian Barich from Seven on Twitter said that it may have been something with a hotspot on his foot as well. I'll trust the club's word on this, but definitely something to watch whether or not that injury report gets more severe for Sheed. Does mean that there's room for Josh Rotham to re-enter, as well as the expected duo of Liam Ryan and Tim Kelly in the middle. Perhaps more notable, though, is that Nick Natanui is going to be playing in the Waffle this week. We'll see if he gets absolutely bum-rushed like... Nat Fife did multiple times. Still one of the best moments of the year. A very different bum rush from the other greatest moments of the year. For Essendon, we knew about Andrew McGrath. Did not know that Braden Ham was going to be omitted. And Andrew Phillips is being managed, which means Nick Bryant gets back in as the second rock. Excited to see what he can do. Not really sure what to read into that. These past couple games, Phillips and Draper were somewhat even in terms of the hitouts they got. Draper was pushing forward more, though, so maybe it's because Phillips was losing more contests than they would have liked. Darcy Parrish remains out from that corked calf that he suffered two games ago. Saturday triple header, which is going to be six finals teams in the three games going at it. We were wondering who was going to get in for Carlton with further defensive injuries. The answer is, in fact, Brody Kemp. Also of note, Josh Honey in with Jack Martin unable to heal up in time. Honey listed at full forward along with Harry McKay and Zach Fisher, moderately sized at 6-1. He's played six career games, one in 2020, the after the siren went over Frio, and five games in 2021. 
Reminder that the kick should have gone to Michael Gibbons, not Jack Nims. We knew that Frio were going to have to replace a couple pieces with Blake Akers out with a hamstring injury and Sam Switkowski having a stress fracture in his back. That'll keep him out for at least a month, if not longer. Matt Taverner played Waffle last week for Peel Thunder, rehabbing his back injury. He's back in the main side this week, as is Michael Frederick, after drinking a beer and missing out on the last contest. With Michael Walters out with a calf injury, a later announcement there, Liam Henry gets another shot at half forward. We knew that Henry was among consideration this week. I'm surprised Darcy Tucker doesn't get in, though. He could just be the medical sub again, as he was last week. One last thing before we move on, though. You mentioned the Michael Frederick thing. What would the funniest alcoholic beverage be that you could get suspended for? There's a right answer. Let's see if you can get it. Are you thinking like something super watered down or like some super cheap beer? I'm not sure, you know, what the cheapest is in Australia, but Foster seems like better quality than a lot of the American stuff. The answer is Zima. Yo-ho in a bottle of Zima! I completely forgot about Zima. Thank you. The middle game shouldn't be at the G, should be at Cardinia Park, whatever. Geelong and Richmond, Gary Rowan, Jack Henry, and Max Holmes are in. However, Patrick Dangerfield is being held back once again. And in my opinion, that means Brian Myers earned a reprieve, much to our delight. I think he would have found a way to stay in anyway. Just a difference of whether he's in the 18 or the 22. Also of note is Zach Guthrie being managed. Maybe it's going to be one of those things like when they said Myers was managed a few weeks ago and ended up making him the medical sub. I would think either Guthrie or Luke Dollhouse ends up serving as the medical sub. Dollhouse, along with Cooper Stevens, omitted. For Richmond, we knew Dustin Martin would be back in. Jack Ross and Ivan Soldo are also back in. The one real surprise here, and I'm disappointed to see this, is Hugo Ralph Smith omitted, just because... I love watching him play. I think Geelong will benefit from not facing him, though wouldn't be surprised if he ends up in the injury sub role for the week. With his speed, being able to bring him in on short notice could really work to the Tigers' benefit. You said something similar about Dollhouse and Myers on the other side of this matchup. should also note that Ben Miller is listed as an emergency. He was considered to be in the mix to replace Robbie Tarrant if his hand injury kept him out. But Tarrant is right there, listed at full back alongside Dylan Grimes and Nathan Broad. Sydney and St. Kilda to wrap up Saturday. No major surprise for the Swans. Sam Wicks omitted, Peter Laddam suspended, and Colin O'Reardon out injured. Ryan Clark finds his way back into the team along with the expected Tom Hickey. With Clark listed as an interchange, this will be his first real action of the year. He was listed as the injury sub in rounds eight and nine. Bigger surprise is definitely Patty Ryder being managed for St. Kilda. Maybe they're figuring now is as good a time as any with only one real ruck there for Sydney in Hickey. I was thinking that they'd want to keep switching him out, not only to keep Ryder and Marshall fresh, but also because of the good Marshall does when he pushes forward. I didn't think he played very well last week, so you could definitely make the case that he was due for a rest. But for that to come alongside a week where Brad Hill is missing for personal reasons, hope all is well on his front, just kind of surprising timing. Usually you try to parcel those things out. Additionally, with one Jack coming in and Captain Jack Steele, another Jack seems to have to make way in Jack Higgins, Cooper Sharman, the other inclusion listed as an interchange. Sunday, we just have the extended teams as of now. 
which will still need to be narrowed down further. But we do know that Jackson Archer will be making his debut for North Melbourne. He is the son of 311 gamer and double premiership player Glenn Archer, who was named Shinboner of the Century. The expected returns for North are all in Ing Bonner, Ben Mackay, Cam Zerhar. Also, Taron Thomas returns, listed at half board with Nick Larkey and Paul Curtis. Thomas was dropped to the VFL for a week for disciplinary reasons. Seems like a necessary in with Jack Zebel out with the facial fracture and also Jason Horn Francis suspended. The extended bench features Jaden Stevenson and Callum Coleman Jones. Haven't seen much of Coleman Jones at all. The time he spent in the ruck has not been effective, but with Goldstein and Jerry in, don't expect he'd be playing there that much, if at all. For Adelaide, Riley Philthorpe is indeed going to miss this week because of an ankle injury. Suffered that in the third quarter. Just rolled it, it seems. So that could open up a spot for Elliot Himmelberg, who's listed in that extended team. Also in the extended team, Chase Jones, Mitchell Hinge, and Harry Schoenberg. With Collingwood taking on GWS, the only out so far for the Pies is Jordan Degoe. Aiden Begg among the ones in the extended team for the Pies. And in Degoe's place in the half-forward line in the starting 18 is Bo McCreary, who has gotten a lot of time this year already. Didn't expect that he'd be omitted. Has a lot of good run in him. Would love to see if we could spot the differentiation in that line with him in for more time versus Degoe. GWS with a few changes, not just the injuries to James Peatling and Ryan Angwin, obviously Brayden Pruce's suspension. His third this year, gotta clean up his act. He's a damn good player, just this is unacceptable. Zach Sproul omitted. The extended team does include both Tim Taranto and Phil Davis, along with Daniel Lloyd and Xavier O'Halloran. Kieran Briggs also listed there. Surprised he isn't the first ruck. I guess it would be... Lockie Keith doesn't spend all that much time there, but guess he's being preferred at least to start things out. Would be very surprised if Briggs didn't make the full team, though. For the final game of the round between Port Adelaide and Gold Coast, Zach Butters is indeed going to miss this game with his knee injury. Uh, hamburgers. Tom Clurry has entered COVID protocols. I'd say that's a surprise and not a good one. A whole lot of Port Adelaide defenders impressed me last game, and he was among them. So probably bigger roles then for Darcy Byrne-Jones, maybe in the back. We'd love to see who ends up going up against Levi Caswell, because I expect Alira Lear to be matched up with Mavior Scholl. Travis Boak, Stephen Motlop, Trent McKenzie, and Miles Bergman, all included in the extended team. No Sam Hayes, though, which means that Porter definitely just cutting their losses when it comes to hitouts. It's going to be Jeremy Finlayson and Charlie Dixon once again. The Gold Coast Suns will be without Connor Butterick, who injured his hamstring. Right at the same time, Will Powell had his knee completely messed up. Powell is, of course, out. And unfortunately, Joel Jeffrey's knee injury is season-ending. I've done some really great work in the past month and a half. He was nominated two weeks in a row for Goal of the Week and won that once. So maybe he'll still factor in on Brownlow night in some way, shape, or form. All the changes for Gold Coast are currently on the extended bench, those being Brayden Fiorini, Chris Burgess, Malcolm Roses Jr., who I would expect is for certain in as is Fiorini and Rory Atkins. Sam Day, I'd say, is a bit more questionable, and if Elijah Hollins makes his way in, that would be his debut. That would be a heck of a way to close the round, regardless of who's in, and it could really be an eliminator, especially if Port dropped to 6-8. and eight. 
All right. Well, that's pretty much it. I just learned that this Melbourne-Brisbane game that is about to start that we pretended already happened is part of a breast cancer awareness movement. It is the Pink Lady match. Now, breast cancer and the color pink are commonly associated in the United States, but when I hear the term Pink Lady specifically, I think of the North Korean newscaster, so I hope tonight... At various times throughout this game, they stop to recognize the supreme leader and all of his accomplishments. I mean, I just think of apples, but whatever. You guys know where to find us, but we'll say it anyway because we plug this every time. We are at Americans Footy, and we'll definitely be busy throughout the round with all the takes we have, whether we're in California or Ohio. I'm at BenjaminHK01. I'm at Castle Media, that's Castle with a K, and Brian just sat down to sleep on the bed. He is on Instagram at CatNamedBrian. All right, have a good footy. Enjoy round 15. We'll see you back here for the recap. 